Welcome to Central City Stories, the podcast brought to you by the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Tom Jens. In each episode, I'll be engaging in conversations with leaders, pundits, and everyday people about racism, prejudice, and the current controversies that divide Americans. My guest is Milwaukee Police Chief Michael Brunson. Chief Brunson started as a beat cop, made sergeant in five years, then worked internal affairs investigating police misconduct, made lieutenant, then captain, next deputy inspector, and then commander of internal affairs. In 2018, he was promoted to assistant police chief. Since mid-August, he's been Milwaukee's acting police chief. You once said we cannot be successful as an agency if we don't have that trust, confidence, and legitimacy throughout the community. Do you have goals to change the culture of the police department, or does it even need changing? Yeah, I absolutely have goals. And my goal is to engage with the community and to improve the relationship and to move forward together. I think that any police agency who believes that they can function effectively in addressing crime. One of our major issues in this city right now this year specifically is the violent crime rate. Our homicide rate has doubled what it was last year, right now. I've been walking the streets of the central city on and off for seven years, talking to black residents and black leaders and photographing them. I'm trying to understand the culture the difficult conditions inner city black people deal with. 98% of residents tell me they want criminals off their streets. Then there is the reckless driving, speeding, car accidents, running stoplights. Too many drivers ignore the laws. There's the three E's I talk about when it comes to reckless driving. Education, enforcement of course, which is mostly our piece, and engineering. And so we're not going to be able to enforce our way out of this problem. There's, there's just no way that the police alone can tackle this. This has to be from the beginning, as people first learn to drive, that education component, in my opinion, is the most important because there's just not enough police officers to catch everyone who's engaging in this type of behavior. And so there has to be a multi-pronged approach in order to address the reckless driving issue. Now, one of the challenges that we've had this year is, first of all, COVID. COVID was the first challenge that we faced. We've been doing an initiative called the, uh, we call it RDRI, and that stands for Reckless Driving Reduction Initiative, in which we collaborate with some of the neighboring counties, with the Sheriff's Department and with the State Patrol to try to increase our enforcement efforts. We also every year obtain grants from the state regarding speeding, OWI, seatbelt, et cetera. So we use those to enhance our deployment activities to try to address. And we also use data to inform us to where those intersections are in the streets that have the most crashes. The number of fatalities this year is is almost record-breaking and it, and it very likely will be. And so for us to address 
those challenges. And that's fundamentally, it's about the preservation of life. That's what law enforcement agencies are charged to do, is to protect the community. And we can't do that effectively unless we have a relationship, unless we have trust, unless we have legitimacy, then all of those things are impacted. All right, what changes have already occurred? Over the last few years, if you look at some of the changes that have occurred, first of all, major change, body cameras, 2015 to today. So in the five years, now every officer that is assigned to our patrol bureau has a body camera. So that increases the transparency. And so I'm very happy for that because that allows us as management to look at officers who have issues. We can actually see what happened. One of the most frustrating things for me when I was a deputy inspector running the Internal Affairs Division is to have situations where officers got complaints repeatedly. And it came down to the officer's word against one citizen's word. And so we couldn't tell what was happening because there was no capturing of that incident. In talking to cops on the streets, several have told me they are discouraged from speaking to journalists and giving their opinions. In my opinion, that policy keeps them out of reach and encourages mistrust. One of the reasons why we do have a policy as it relates to that is because we want those individuals that do talk to the media to have accurate information. And so one of the things that we do is that if there is an incident, then we do follow our chain of command as it relates to information exchange. And then that way, when we put out information, our public information office, very important in putting out accurate information. Because if you just go to any police officer, you may get a just a piece. And, and so we want, when we release something, when we make a statement, we want it to be accurate. Because people are, if, if a police officer tells somebody something, then many people, they're going to believe that. So that's one of the reasons why we do have to have a policy. Over time, I've been getting to know the on-the-ground protesters. I've gotten close to protest leaders Frank Nitti and Vaughn Mays, and they trust me to be accurate. They have issues with the police and have voiced their differences publicly. Would you be willing to meet with these two protest leaders in order to talk about the on-the-ground issues, clear the air, so to speak? I'm willing to meet with anyone who has Milwaukee's best interest overall. So, I mean, I don't have any hesitation in doing that. I'm willing to meet with, with any group or individual that has the best interest of Milwaukee at heart. So, I mean, I always look at meetings as what is the goal and the productivity mm -hmm. and meaningful conversation. I have absolutely no problem right. with engaging. I think our discussion also goes into bigger issues, white versus black, fears and misunderstandings between the races. Personally, I hate hate. I wish we Americans could get over this. Thank you, Chief Brunson, for taking the time to discuss the issues facing the Milwaukee police. This is Tom Jens for Central City Stories, brought to you by the Shepherd Express.